found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Monday. This is the seventh day of February, and here we are ready for another week. Good morning, Matthew. Yes, good morning, Dale. Good to see you. Good to see you, buddy. Well, a weekend passed. How'd things go? So so, yeah. It was yeah. it was weird Friday, right? Because they they announced eleven thirty we're going to drop down to orange, yeah. And then like an hour later they dropped it down to yellow. Was oh, that right? Yeah, I don't know if it was an hour, but it was pretty Didn't take long. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, where we remain. Okay, still in yellow. Use caution. Yeah, basically, pretty much. Side roads, probably snow covered and slick. Yeah. As are the side streets here in Logansport. Right. And we do have some delays due to the weather. We do. Yeah. And I'm just looking here. So uh, Cass is yellow. And then counties surrounding us, uh, Howard, Carroll, White, Pulaski in yellow. And then Fulton and Miami County still in the orange watch category. Okay. So. That's still the essential travel category. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. To and from work, things like that. Right. The uh, delays include Logan Sport, Lewis Cass, Pioneer, Peru, North Miami, McConaughey, Kokomo, Northwestern, North White, Twin Lakes, and Eastern Pulaski. And the Area 5 agency had start with a two-hour delay as well. So basically every, every school that we cover is on a delay, with the exception of Caston. Okay. With so the exception... Of Caston. Yeah. We've heard nothing from Caston. And then uh, Carol and Delphi, I believe, had they had an e-learning day anyway. Okay. Or they had maybe a, the day off or something. Okay. It's hard to stay up with stuff yeah. in today's world. But, um, yeah, that's where we're at. Okay. So. Thank you, Matthew. This says that two-thirds of Americans say they've turned into germaphobes since the pandemic began. And they're more aware of their hygiene and, than ever before. It kind of it kind of forced you into that, yeah, didn't it? It did. Because you and I talked about that many times. That that if nothing else, we realized just how kind of gross we were before. <laughs> we really are. You know, we we truly were. The um, and you think about like when you go to like a buffet and you're yeah. touching stuff, other people have been touching, and you'd you, never thought about you'd it. Never thought about yeah. it before. I mean, I kind of did, but. Never really worried about didn't it. Stop you. Yeah, didn't didn't keep me from doing it. <laughs> According to a survey of two thousand adults, uh, since March of twenty twenty, when lockdowns for COVID nineteen began, sixty nine percent say they've adopted new hygiene practices into their daily routines to prevent themselves from getting sick. Fifty percent are wearing a mask when they feel ill. Washing your hands more often, that's one of them, and yeah. wearing gloves. So, what, I, what I've noticed, just for me personally, is if there's a, if I'm in, a, it depends on the situation, but if I'm in, like, a high concentrated area, if there's a bottle of hand sanitizer, I'm going to take a squirt, you know? Yeah. It's there. It's there. <laughs> it's not hurting anything to, you know what, let's just, uh, let's just kill some germs real quick here, you know? <laughs> It's not hurting anything. No, no. So why not? Now, it says 68% of respondents now identify as germaphobes, 
They say they've uh, prioritized their hygiene. 62% stating their hygiene practices have permanently changed for the better because of the pandemic. This says the study also suggests that a possible solution for many Americans to improve their health may be to uh, take care of their noses. Seven in ten would do nearly anything to be sickless. Fifty-four percent have never considered the uh, role their nose may play in their overall health. Hmm. You got to take care of your nose. So, okay, the nose is one of the most overlooked body parts. With over a quarter admitting they ignore cleaning their nose. So, are you talking like, like soap and water and getting <laughs> up in there and... I don't know. I don't know. Or is it like taking a Q-tip in alcohol? Other body parts like <laughs> armpits and back are also ignored in daily routines. Now, how are you ignoring your armpits? How are you ignoring your armpits? The back, it's difficult to get to. Sure. I can understand. Right. But your armpits? <laughs> Come on, folks. <laughs> nah, I got deodorant. It's fine. <laughs> The average person suffers from four respiratory issues per month. No kidding. But only washes their nose five times per week. Again, what does that mean? I got to be honest. I don't know if I've ever washed my nose. I've never got in there and, you know. Right. Now I blow it. Yeah, you blow it. and Isn't that washing your nose? Is, is that washing your nose? Or are they recommending that you get a neti pot? They say one of those pot things yeah. where you got to pour up in there. And that's, that looks awful. <laughs> it's not pleasant. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but take care of your nose. I guess so. According to this. Are we just dumb? Are we overthinking this? I don't know. I don't know what you do to clean your nose. I mean, we wash our faces, right? Right. But you're not getting in your nostrils. You know, that's no. annoying. So I, Someone just texts, okay, yes. Okay. Wash with soap inside your nose. Doesn't that burn? <laughs> if you get like soap up in there, doesn't that burn? I don't know. I've never thought of that. I've just never thought of that. I haven't Honestly. either. I'm not going to lie. Never. <laughs> you know, so uh, Matt and I have never bathed our nose. <laughs> <laughs> not on purpose, at least. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, occasionally you'll get something in there. But, uh, no, I just, I've never thought of that. Huh. I guess I did. <laughs> I just thought it was not good to do anything like that. You know how it is if water goes up your nose in the pool. Oh, what's annoying? It's, you know, yeah. it burns. Yeah. You know. Throw soap in that, it's going to be awful. <laughs> someone's setting us up, I think. I think someone's setting us up for... I don't know of any true misery. I've never had anybody ask. You know, Mom, never did you wash your nose? It was never your nose. No, no. It was your neck because you'd have rings around it. Yeah. Bunch <laughs> 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 of caked up dirt and neck. How's that happen? I don't know. <laughs> oh, but it did. It did. You get that. Plus, you know, you eat a popsicle, it's all over. It's all over your face. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've never heard of washing your nose. So. Yes. Now, this uh, is quite a tale. Well, it's about 6.30. So, we'll take a break for news. By the way, this story, 8% <laughs> confess they never wash their nose. That's it? That's it? Now, come on. Come on. 
You're telling me everybody, 92% of you people listening, wash inside your nose with soap and water. Oh, yeah. I get up there and get it. Are we supposed to take our, what are those called? Your, your poofy thing? Yeah, your yeah. poofy. And ram it in there? Are we? I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Not surely. People out there listening can let us know <laughs> the proper way. If they wash the interior of their nose. Yeah. That's our question. It's 6.30. We'll take a look at news with Michelle. Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. News for the Diamond Market. This is Tidbits. It's 6.35. This is uh, one of those stories that just seems suspicious. Here's a woman that spent two days floating on an air mattress in the middle of an Oklahoma lake. So it's Oklahoma. Freezing weather. Say this time of year? Yeah. Before drifting to shore and being rescued, the stranded lady was spotted on train tracks near Lake Texana, one of the largest man-made reservoirs in the United States. A train conductor, train engineer for Burlington Northern and Santa Fe, were taking their typical southbound trip, probably chitty-chatting, eating sandwiches. Okay, from, <laughs> That's what, what conductors do. <laughs> from Medill, Oklahoma, to Irving, Texas, uh, when they spotted the woman waving her arms trying to get their attention, screaming for help and holding onto the air mattress. Well, the train crew brought the train to a stop to help her. They called for emergency assistance. Wow. She's only identified as Connie, told the train employees that she'd been floating for two days after she'd gotten separated from a man she had been with. The two had been using the air mattress as a raft to get to and from a boat on the lake. Now, come on. They say she floated nearly two miles on the air mattress before making it to land and finding her way to the railroad tracks. The man she'd been with was to uh, reach shore and get to a house where he warmed up, so he made it. She showed uh, showed signs of hypothermia. Her hands were cut and bleeding, Mm. and she struggled to walk. They uh, moved her to the second engine to warm her up, and she was eventually transported to the hospital. But what a story. There's got to be more to this, right? Well, you're riding a raft. What are you doing? Come on. In a freezing lake, yeah. to and from a boat. I just I, I, maybe it's a raft you can fully get your body in. I, you know, I'm just envisioning, you know, your legs in the water, and it's an air mattress. It can't you know, be. I don't. Yeah. There's more to. There's yeah. has to be more to this, man. It just doesn't make any sense. No, does it? I just can't imagine being out there for two days. <laughs> you know, it's like, geez. I think I'd give up. That's like the Titanic. I'd just flop off the, you know. <laughs> just sink to the bottom. I'm, I'm out. Peace. All right, now, back to the nose. Okay, so we had this story about people don't wash their nose like they they should, apparently. And I've never heard of such a thing, and neither of you. No. That you're actually, and someone did say, um, yes, that you're supposed to wash the inside of your nose with soap and water. Never heard of that before have, in my life. I've not. And then, so we got a couple texts. One was, since she started talking about the nose, 
story I've blown my nose three times. That <laughs> does suddenly make you aware of. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then someone texts this in. Only a nasal rinse for a cold with congestion because we okay. talked yeah. about yeah. you using the neti pot thing. Yeah. I guess you're only supposed to use that if you have a cold. Okay. But I... It, Apparently, someone else texted and said, yeah, you wash the inside of your nose with soap and water. Now, okay, here's the deal. They tell you, use nothing smaller than your elbow for your ear canal. Yes. Which basically is telling you you're not supposed to jam anything in there. Right. But people still use Q-tips. Yes. Now, you'd think the same would be in effect for your nose. In fact, I've got a nose-picking story somewhere here. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I ran across it this morning. I'll look for that while we still continue our uh, discussion over I just don't... I've never heard of it. You've never heard of it. No. My parents certainly never said, did you wash your nose? No. And I, I just I've never didn't know anything was like that. All right, so where's this nose-picking deal? Here it is. How bad is it really to pick your nose, it says. <laughs> what perfect timing. Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. It says picking your nose isn't going to kill you, but it's not great, a great habit to have. No, it's not. Especially if you're a kid in school. And especially <laughs> if you're eating it. Okay. It's just, oh, no, gosh. it's not good. Oh. Yeah. This doesn't mean that picking your nose gets a green light. But it says, here's some simple tips to break the habit. Okay? Okay. Now, you could get sick, okay, picking your nose. This is so gross. Do we, do we have to? I've just got to hit the top. You could damage your nose. Yes. Now, wouldn't you, couldn't you damage it stuffing a washcloth in there? Uh, you would think, okay. but whatever. Picking your nose isn't life-threatening, <laughs> but even the occasional digging session... <laughs> Dicking session. Well, it's six forty. <laughs> Time to go root around up in there. Uh, sorry. It says it can spread infection, causing germs and cause the inside of your nasal passages to get scratched or bleed. If you catch yourself picking your nose, wash your hands and make it a point to try to break the habit. That's it. Doesn't say you need to wash it. <laughs> okay. I just don't. I don't right. get it. <coughs> and I'm sure many of you out there are in the same boat. I think we're getting people picking on us, acting like we are unscrupulous slobs that never wash <laughs> our nose. <laughs> now, when we talk uh, about the nose, we're talking the interior, right? Not the exterior, right? I just, I've never, I've never heard that. All right, here we go. It seems like the times I've had soap go up in my nose, it was not pleasant. Here's, this says there's a nasal wash called Sinugator Cordless Pulsating Nasal Wash. Why isn't this advertised on TV if it's so critical that we wash the interior of our nose? There should be products, right? Uh, what's this called? A Sinugator? <laughs> S-I-N-U-G-A-T-O-R. Sinugator. Yeah. Cordless pulsating nasal wash. It's a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's not. I'm sorry, it's twenty five. Sorry. I just twenty five bucks. I've bad. never heard. Are we that bad? Are we that bad? <laughs> I've never thought about it. 
I just figured wow. blowing your nose and so forth took care of it. Okay, so it's I think it's the same people that make the neti pot. Okay. All right. But yeah, they have uh, cordless pulsating nasal wash. Nasal inside. It's five years of unconditional manufacturer's warranty, so that's cool. But it comes with a sinus <laughs> rinse. So yeah, it, it comes with these packets, I guess. That yeah, yeah. You... No. Now, it says that it's soothing, no burning or singing. This cannot be soothing. This cannot be a pleasant experience. I'm sorry. It cannot be. Oh, that's that's lovely. If you've ever done any of that stuff, it basically goes through your sinus cavity. Right. Like the neti pot. Yeah. Rolls around through there and then comes out the other side. Yeah. You know, and it's not pleasant. It's very uncomfortable to do. Sure. It's a hassle. Okay. Now, this thing, it must be, you know, it's electric, so you don't have to, you know, the hassle of sticking a pot in your snoot. Okay? <laughs> but it's like, it's jet-powered, so it's like, it can't be pleasant, man. It's can't, it can't be a good time. Uh, we'd probably spray our brains loose. Probably. <laughs> I just... Now, you people can't be lying to us. Oh, Matt, Matt had an aneurysm because... <laughs> we, we can't be the only. Uh, I mean, the, the numbers have to be far higher. Because what that story say? Eight percent sit that didn't never clean their nose. Yeah. And I can't believe of that eight percent, two of them's right here in the same yeah. studio. Okay. <laughs> the odds seemed. That eight percent. Yeah. I don't. I just never heard of such a thing. I haven't either. All right, so now we know about picking our nose. Now, this is something from Arizona, a guy from Arizona who unknowingly won 229000 bucks on a Vegas slot machine last month, was set to finally receive that prize over the weekend. He was just plain didn't have a clue. He won the money during a visit to the Treasure Island Hotel and Casino on January 8th, but didn't know... Uh, due to a communication error. According to the Nevada Gaming Control Board, the slot machine experienced a malfunction. Okay. Of course, it's always that. Yeah. That prevented Mr. Taylor and casino personnel from realizing that a progressive jackpot had been won. Usually, it's the other way around. These people win a a jackpot. It's like, oh, sorry, it malfunctioned. Here's a steak dinner. (laughs) And that's what they give you. Yeah. Oh, gee, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just, but it says the control board says it was able to identify Taylor through an exhaustive, exhaustive investigation. Yes. That included help from their own agents as well as the Nevada Transportation Authority. Wow. So they went to all ends to find this guy. Yeah, they did. I, I just, you know, you're right. I mean, most of the time we read these stories yeah. and it's like. It's the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah, and you read all the machines. They say that, you know. So if if you win too much, they're going to cut you off. How does how do they get away with that, man? How do they get, possibly get you away? You tell with me. That? That's just you win too much. Well, we ah, uh, it malfunctioned, it mal- Stanley. It malfunctioned. <laughs> tell him, Stanley. It malfunctioned. Offer him a steak. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a thirty percent off steak dinner coupon. <laughs> this uh, 
Now, this is something weird. A couple rescued from their Northern California cabin after being trapped by snow and fallen trees for nearly two months. Okay. Wow. Talk, talk about cabin fever. Uh, yeah. The California Highway Patrol Valley Division Air, the CHIPS, <laughs> explained their assistance was requested by the Sierra County Sheriff's Office to save the pair and a dog who were stuck in the cabin since December the 6th. CHP added that the couple was running out of supplies upon the rescue effort. The agency didn't reveal the location of that cabin. The Air Division successfully landed a chopper near the cabin during high winds, Mm. an effort captured on video and posted to their Facebook page. CHP then successfully lifted the pair to a landing zone before Sierra County deputies transported them to a safe location. That's a long time. That's a really long time. And how'd they ever figure out they were there finally? I don't know. It's just, I can't imagine. Being trapped by snow and fallen trees. Wow. That'd be a terrible way to go. I guess you've got supplies you don't feel so bad for a while, then when nobody comes. Right. (laughs) Because nobody likes you. (laughs) You're the couple that brings your dog to every event. And, uh, you know, you're not well-liked because, you you know. You bring your thoughts so. to everything. <laughs> so, oh. nobody's looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, uh. Americans are expected to enjoy more than 1.42 billion chicken wings on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm. As the Bengals and the Rams compete. The National Chicken Council... <laughs> I'm the president (laughs) (laughs) of the chicken council says there will be no wing shortage, Hmm. but they encourage consumers not to wait until kickoff to buy those wings. (laughs) Retail wing prices are about 30 cents higher per pound on average. And weren't they up last year because there was a shortage? Yeah, we had a shortage. Yeah. And then uh, the, what was it? Wings, et cetera, went to thighs. Yeah. (laughs) I guess we're back in supply now. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't eat that during Super Bowl. Do you do a, a spread at home? No. Do you guys have this crap all over your living room and you're just anxious to, to eat all the time while you're watching the Super I don't do that. But how great would that be to have like dips and chips and, <laughs> and wings I, and gosh, man. And I guess if you go to a Party, right? They might do that, but right. You know, the average Joe at home. You know, I don't. You know, maybe I've got a bag of chips. Maybe I don't. But I'm not making wings and all kinds of stuff. Oh, all over the table, right? Well, I guess I'll get get some more dip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, we're not at the Super Bowl party, so true. Perhaps we enjoy that more. We could be the guys to eat the last of everything. That'd be us. If they had a cheese cheese ball. Oh. You and I are addicted to that. So we'd be at the table the whole time eating <laughs> crackers and cheese. <laughs> well, it's 6.50, Matt. Go through the list again, would you? Um, Do we got a list of me, d- delays? I don't have it up. Okay, me, well. Let me get it up here. Mm-hmm. Didn't know we'd do this. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
So schools are on a delay today, and, and they made this decision yesterday. Okay. So yesterday afternoon, no basically. Kidding. Yeah. All right. Um, Logan Sport, Lewis Cass, Pioneer, Peru, North Miami, Maconaqua, Kokomo, Northwestern, North White, Twin Lakes, and Eastern Pulaski, and Area 5 Agency Head Start, all on a two-hour delay this morning. The only one we don't have is Caston. It's Caston. And we think they... Well, you know, know, you said Carol. Carol and Delphi, I think, had... um, But we don't know. We just just speculate. We don't really know anything. We don't. So, there you go. Because we're we're (laughs) non-nose washers. Isn't picking it, washing it. You know, know? it's... (laughs) (laughs) That'll do it for this edition of Tidbits. I'll see you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.